to Making the Brand, the podcast where marketing and pop culture collide. I'm your host, Brianne Fleming. I can't wait to chat about brands, boy bands, and everything in between, because brands who have a pulse on pop culture can create adoring fans of their own. Of course, on the Making the Brand podcast, we talk about branding. But my question today is, what is the mark of effective branding? If you ask me, it's simple. Branding is a success when you become memorable. Now, you may be overwhelmed wondering how to differentiate your personal brand. I know I've been there. But the good news is, you don't need to be the best in your field or have the biggest following to make an unforgettable impression. One of the simplest and fastest ways to stand out is to define a signature look or style that becomes uniquely yours. This can be expressed in many ways, including how you dress or wear your hair. After all, there's a reason they call it a fashion statement. To drive this point home, I want to talk about some celebrities and famous leaders who have made consistent style choices that have become synonymous with their brand identity. First up is Ariana Grande's high ponytail. Without a doubt, Ariana's incredible voice is what makes her a superstar, but she gets an extra PR boost anytime she switches up her look. Her high ponytail has become such a huge part of who she is that any deviation from it becomes a major media story. She was recently spotted wearing curls in her hair, and there were a ton of articles about it in USA Today and all over the internet. I think she's the only one who can pull off a high ponytail. You don't really see it on anyone else. It's really her trademark look. Next is Steven Tyler's scarves. You're listening to this, so you can't see a picture of it, but Steven Tyler always adorns his microphones with several colorful, really ornate scarves. And he started doing this a while back after one of his scarves tore off of him during a performance, and instead of throwing it into the crowd, he chose to tie it to his microphone stand for good luck, and now he's become known for it. Another great example is the king of pop, of course, Michael Jackson's bedazzled gloves. I was reading an article by a writer named John Kehe who explained how Michael Jackson started wearing this bedazzled glove. It turns out he was on a tour of a production facility in Hollywood when he saw a film editor wearing a single white glove. It was actually a common practice for film editors in the 1980s to keep a box of gloves nearby and in their office. And Michael Jackson suddenly became interested in it and fixated on this glove, and he asked the editor if he could spare one. He ended up making the glove's television debut in 1983 during a performance of Billie Jean at Motown's 25th anniversary. And at this time, he didn't have it bedazzled yet or covered in his silver sequins. It was just the white glove. But it immediately became an iconic piece of pop culture history. Fun fact, they have one of Michael Jackson's gloves on display at the Grammy Museum in Los Angeles. So if you ever get the chance, go check that out. 
Next, I want to shift gears to a leader that we all know and love, the late Steve Jobs, co-founder of Apple. Steve Jobs always used to wear a black mock turtleneck. In fact, he said he once owned over a hundred of them. They were designed by a Japanese designer, Issey Miyake, and they reportedly cost $275 each, which might sound like a lot, but if you're a billionaire like Steve Jobs was, it's no big deal. And he kept his look really simple. He typically pairs turtlenecks with jeans and sneakers and just was a really casual guy. And another fellow tech giant that keeps it simple is Mark Zuckerberg. He's also known for his really casual looks. The next example I want to talk about is Billie Eilish and her green roots. Her incredible voice isn't the only thing that makes her stand out from other artists. She definitely has her own style from head to toe, especially her hair, which you can see from a mile away, and her green roots. But from her baggy designer jumpsuits all the way to her fingernails, Billie marches to the beat of her own drum, and we love her for it. If you watch Shark Tank, you might have seen a couple episodes where Chris Saka is a guest shark. He is another billionaire on the list. Seems like billionaires like to stick to a certain fashion trend. Um, But he's also a venture capitalist, and he was behind Twitter when it first started off. He's just a really brilliant guy. But he is known for wearing embroidered cowboy shirts. They're really loud and totally different. And he says the consistency in his wardrobe has given him the time to focus on more meaningful projects rather than wasting time deciding what to wear, which I know I do. Any Chance the Rapper fans? You can always spy Chance the Rapper wearing one of his three hats in every color with a giant number three embroidered. According to an article in Entertainment Weekly, the number three initially represented Chance's third mixtape called Coloring Book, but now he's given it new meaning pertaining to his family life with his wife and daughter. Before we knew Camila Cabello as the superstar solo artist that we do now, She was competing on X Factor as a member of the girl group Fifth Harmony. So she had four other singers beside her at all times. So it's no wonder that she wanted to stand out. In every performance, Camilla wore a bow that quickly made her recognizable. Since she's risen to such fame all on her own, she's abandoned this accessory, but I can't help but think it played a role in her fame. It definitely made her stick out amongst the group. I'll end with one of the most notable examples of branding, the rock band KISS. Now, are you already picturing them in your head with their face paint? You really can't think of KISS without envisioning their unmistakable face makeup. The story behind it is really interesting. For nearly 10 years, there were no photos of them without makeup. This move gave them the opportunity to create intrigue amongst the media and their fans. So by the time they were actually photographed without makeup, it was a pretty big deal. There are so many ways that you can apply a signature look to your own brand aesthetic. Ultimately, your brand will be known for something much bigger than its appearance. Your mission, products, services, and overall brand personality matter much more, but 
In a sea of competitors and crowded industries, there's no harm in finding a creative way to stand out. For instance, if you're a realtor, maybe you're always known for wearing red heels. If you're a photographer, maybe you take a cue from Michael Jackson and you use a bedazzled camera. If you're a hairstylist, maybe you always cut hair with bright pink scissors and that becomes your trademark. If you're a baker, Maybe you only wear a denim apron covered in personalized patches that fit your personality. Or if you're a food blogger, it can be as simple as always photographing your food on a gold plate, for instance. There are countless ways to make your personal brand more distinctive, but one thing is for certain, you can make it true to your own style. Once you simply define what that is, you'll be able to express it in a way that makes you unmistakable to your audience. Just have fun with it. If you're a fan of this podcast, be sure to subscribe or better yet, leave a review. You can also join our Facebook group called Making the Brand Groupies for real-time pop culture discussions you can actually learn from. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.